0: Wherever you are on your leadership voyage, it starts here.
1: Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Leadership Voyage, the podcast dedicated to your pursuit of becoming a great leader. My name is Jason Wick, and you can learn more about the show at leadership.voyage. You can contact me at the email address startyourvoyage at gmail.com. And, of course, you can listen to, uh, subscribe, rate, and review the podcast wherever you are listening to podcasts, whether it's Apple or Spotify, Google Podcasts, or elsewhere. You can find us at any of those podcast services. So today I wanted to get back to another um, episode, a quick hitting episode where I talk about an article that I've read recently. And this one is actually back from April. It was uh, by Amanda Swim at Medium.com. And I don't know if those of you have Medium memberships, I think it's about $50 a year, but it's definitely worth it. There's a tremendous amount of high quality writing uh, at Medium for only $50 a year. I think it's it's a great deal. And I don't know if this one is behind the paywall or or not. Uh, but either way, I've got the link in the show notes. And it is called What's the Value of a Manager? And this title really caught my attention. It really intrigued me. And Amanda appears to be a consultant uh, of type for the last 15 years or so. And This story has gotten a little bit of reach, which is really nice to see. It's published in the Medium uh, publication, Management Matters. And again, the title is, What's the Value of a Manager? So this article starts talking about a job posting that they recently saw around uh, a VP-level role needing to be a contributor Not just telling others what to do. And that here is where uh, Amanda starts to dive into some of the specifics around what's the value of a manager. She cites some high profile uh, comments to the contrary about management not necessarily being considered very important. She cites Mark Zuckerberg talking about, uh, I don't think you want a management structure that's just managers managing, managers managing managers, managing managers, managing managers, managing the people who are doing the work. And Elon Musk talking about the most, met up, most messed up thing at Twitter was uh, that there seemed to be 10 people managing For every one person coding. So, obviously, those are high profile examples of people talking about too much management. But frankly, I think that's more of an indictment of structures and organizations than it is of the skill of managing others. So, let's get into this a little bit. The top highlight in this article is, and I quote, it's unfortunate that so many people still don't realize that a great manager can be the difference between impactful outputs or mediocre ones, between team engagement or disillusionment, between retention or attrition, between success or failure. Now, I personally believe wholeheartedly in that in that paragraph, which is why I have this podcast. Whether you're formally leading or informally leading, managing people or leading a team without managing them. It's critical that people are developing their leadership skills so that they're a positive, multiplying influence on those who follow them. And that's one of the reasons this really stood out to me. So there are a few headings in this article. The first one is about building the team. The next is about developing the team. And the last is about evolving the team. And what I'm going to do is take the opportunity to just fly through a f- these bullet points that are in each of the three sections, building, developing, and evolving. And there is some great, there are some great quotes from pr- past guests on some of these areas. So I think this story, this article at medium.com, is really enabling uh, an opportunity to bring lots of strong ideas from the show in the past and, and uh, connect them to what's the value of a manager. I love it. So under building the team, what are a few ways that a great manager builds their team? First, they define the mission, the vision and the strategy. They make sure everybody understands the purpose. And this is so simple sounding. But it makes me ba- It takes me back to uh, Maria Okerlund. and what was so great is I asked her what's the what's the most important uh, reason, uh, most important thing about teams that you know that she remembered, and she talked about goals. That goals are the reason that a team is formed in the first place, and a manager has to help everyone understand that that's why they're working together. That's the team's purpose. So here is Maria talking a little bit about goals.
2: Goals is the reason a team exists. Mm. And there are so many different kinds of goals also. So there are external goals, uh, which are, you know, the goals that tell the team what they are supposed to deliver to external stakeholders like clients or management or stuff like that. So that is usually when it comes to, teams in in work life and that's the reason that, that a team exists to deliver something to external stakeholders
1: so there you have it defining mission vision strategy helping the team understand the team's purpose that's one of the ways that uh in this story at medium.com uh, by amanda swim how a manager builds the team secondly hiring well you need to hire smart and talented people who are suited for your culture third creating team artifacts right? Have an onboarding plan, help people develop playbooks so that they can deliver great work. Fourth, under building the team, develop a team culture, create an environment where people connect and thrive. And I love this, right? Culture is such an enigmatic word. We've talked about it a handful of times uh, on this show, but I want to go back to Michael Watkins, who was earlier this season around uh, transitions. And listen to his definition of culture again. Very, very powerful definition.
2: So what is culture, right? So um, I use an old model of culture that really came out from a guy named Edgar Schein at MIT that looks at culture as kind of a set of layers of important things to focus on, right? And the top layer is, is the shared language of the organization, right, that you need to speak, acronyms that people use, references they make that if you don't understand that language, you have a a tough time figuring out what's going on and you sound like an outsider, right? And so the linguistic dimension of culture is an important one. At the very base level is things like values, you know, core beliefs, what people believe to be true, what they believe to be important. It can, and organizations do have values. It's not typically the values that are up on the little value chart on the wall. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, sometimes those match, but often they do not, right? It's it's the real value set of the organization. And it typically takes you longer to to get into understanding those things. And then there's the really critical middle level, which is behavioral norms. It's how we do things here. It's what's acceptable behaviors and unacceptable behaviors. What are the behavioral patterns that we see operating?
1: So there you have it. That's culture in the words of Michael Watkins. Help create and develop a team culture, an environment where everybody understands what's going on, how they can connect with each other, the language they have to speech, speak. And that's one of the other ways that we help build a team as a manager. And lastly, the fifth item under building a team from this article, creating connection opportunities. Talking about leading important engaging meetings that are interactive, having offsites, even if they're virtual, starting in an Starting conversations on Slack or Teams, whatever you're using, um, and basically creating an integrated team, not just a collection of individuals. So what value does the manager bring under building a team? Define the mission, vision, strategy, hire well, create team artifacts, develop a team culture, and create connection opportunities. I love it. The second large section is developing a team. What's the value that a manager brings developing a team? And in this section, we've got three items. The first is review key deliverables. So look at the work that your employees are doing. Focus on how their work makes sense. Really help them understand how they're doing. Take a quick pass through what people are working on. Don't nitpick, it suggests. Focus on the big picture and the key messages and the style of what people are working on for the deliverables, but make sure you're involved and reviewing it. Second, be a practice audience. And this is a great topic here. It talks about how sometimes people produce great work, but once they get to presenting, that it can be very challenging. So be a practice audience for your employees. And the third section under developing the team is Uh, Role play, difficult conversations. So everybody has hard conversations, right? Whether it's around conflict, difficult stakeholders, whatever it is. Help the team members that you have prepare for such a conversation. Role play, be the other person on the other end of that scenario. It gives them really the opportunity to be well prepared for such a conflict. So developing the team. Once again, what value does a manager bring in developing the team? They review key deliverables, they can be a practice audience, and they can role-play difficult conversations. Now, third section in here, wonderful, evolving the team. It's talking about not just focusing on what's happening now, but what's next, both for individuals and for the whole group. And we've got three sections in here for individuals, and three sections for the team. So how does a manager bring value by evolving the team? For individuals, they provide feedback. They help with growth planning, and they provide challenging work. The word stretch is even used in this write-up, and I wanna highlight that because when I spoke with Liz Wiseman earlier this year in 2023, she talked about stretching people and providing them that opportunity to grow.
0: Like if if there's a natural pull, one to give things to people that they absolutely know how to do. There's no risk involved. It's in their wheelhouse. They're experts go, but you don't want to swing to the other extreme, which is, Hey, let me just give this to some like newcomer and like pray for good results. Sure. You know, it's, it's recognizing that we tend to be at our best when we are working on the outer edge of what we know how to do like in that liminal space. So if you are reluctant to just say, hey, you know what? You're new here. Try this. We've all been unsuccessful at it. Like I don't recommend going there. Number one, look for that liminal space where it's like this person has some of the core capabilities. They have some like natural skills that make them competent in this space. But now I'm going to ask them to do something in that ring, kind of that outer growth ring. Yeah. Because then it's like, okay, this is an extension of what I know how to do, but I clearly don't know how to do it.
1: So there you heard it from Liz, a true expert on the matter. Providing people the stretch opportunities. That is how they develop those skills when they're challenged, taking on more complex work, but making sure that you're there to support them. So we can help evolve the team as managers on the individual level through feedback, growth planning, and challenging work. And then when you look at the whole team, we talk about reinventing, reassessing periodically what's going on with your team, what its mission is, what the company needs. Love that. Secondly, expand the team's capabilities. What else does your team need um, to offer the organization? Are there skill gaps that need to be filled? Do we need to deepen their skills in other areas that you know, process improvements and the like? And third, how can we evolve the team as a whole, deepen skills? Uh, I quote from the story here, brainstorm ways to keep your team members continuously growing, including skills development and training sessions. So we talk about how can a manager bring value in evolving the team. For individuals, provide feedback, do growth planning, and provide challenging work opportunities. For the whole team, reinvent the team, expand its capabilities, And deepen its skills. I love this idea of deepening skills because we have the collective knowledge of the team, which co-intelligence really was a powerful word. So as a very quick recap for this, Amanda Swim's Medium article, What's the Value of a Manager? We talk about three sections. First, building a team. Help define the mission, vision, and strategy. Hire well. Create team artifacts develop a team culture, and create connection opportunities. Secondly, develop the team. Review key deliverables, be a practice audience, role-play difficult conversations. And third and finally, evolve the team. For individuals, give feedback, do growth planning, and provide challenging work. And for the whole team, reinvent them, expand their capabilities, and deepen their skills. Once again, there's a link to this article in the show notes today. Thanks again for tuning in. And very soon, as soon as next week, I think, we will have another guest on the show with a very, very interesting topic, how to work and lead, how to work with and lead people who are not like you. Till next time, everybody take care.